When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I hope you had a fabulous weekend and you are on your way to a great holiday season. So good to have you here. We got a lot of NFL to talk about. The Kings in action tonight. They begin a lengthy, lengthy stretch of games at home. We'll talk all about that. We take your phone calls. And uh, where do you want to start? in the wacky world of the National Football League. Do you want to start with the Vikings down 33-0 at the half to come back to beat the Colts? Do you want to talk about maybe the most stupid, moronic play that you've ever seen to end a football game with what the Patriots did against the Raiders? Uh, do you want to talk about how the Cowboys somehow, some way, lost that game to Jacksonville yesterday? I mean, they looked like they had won the game four or five different times. I mean, absolutely crazy. And those are only some of the games. Last night, the Giants beat Washington. Dallas clinches a playoff spot. The Giants are one step closer. The Lions keep rolling. They go into New York and beat the Jets. We got the Bengals coming back from 17-0 against Tom Brady and the Bucks. Brady was absolutely awful in that second half. Dreadful. Absolutely awful. I mean... I don't even know what to say other than just pathetic. All right, you got the Kings who uh, go into Detroit to even up their road record at 3-3 and on that six-game trip. They uh, play Charlotte tonight. Then the Lakers without Anthony Davis, who, oh, I know it's shocking news, but he's hurt again and out for a couple of weeks. Then you have uh, Washington in before Denver on a uh, home-and-home. When I mean home and home, both the games are home games for Sacramento with back-to-back. Not really a home and home. That would be a back-to-back at home. So uh, a good chance for Sacramento. Three games this week, they should win all three and should win all three comfortably. All right? So we'll take your phone calls. Uh, Also, the World Cup. All right, I will tell you something, all right? I did watch the France-Argentina game. I did watch it. I watched the whole thing. and. I thought before France was awarded the penalty kick, all right, what was that, in the 80th minute or whatever, I thought it was as lopsided and as one-sided as just about any soccer match I've watched. And I don't watch a lot, so let me preface it that. I thought the domination by Argentina up to that point, I couldn't believe that France – was in the World Cup final based on how they were getting manhandled. I mean, they did they even have a shot on goal in the first 80 minutes? I'm serious. I mean, the game was played on Argentina's half of the field almost the entire game. 
then a penalty kick, and then another goal within an instant. I hate the rules in soccer. And again, I'm a novice soccer fan. All right. I'm not even a novice. I'm not a soccer fan. I don't understand the 30 minutes of extra time and then the penalty kicks. Makes no sense to me. And if I had a magic wand, there are a couple of changes I would make in soccer. I'd eliminate offsides and I would get rid of the 30 minute of extra time. To me, if it's tied after 90 minutes, you go to sudden death. All right. I'm not deciding the World Cup on penalty kicks. Not doing it. Yes, I understand it's exciting, but that's not soccer, in my opinion. So those are the changes I would make. If I said, Grant, you're now in charge of soccer. I'm like, well, you picked the wrong guy because I don't watch soccer. You picked the wrong guy. But if I was in charge, I'd eliminate offsides. It would open up the game and I would get rid of the extra time. All right. After 90 minutes, you go to sudden death. Whoever scores first wins. I'm not going to decide the biggest event in the world every four years on penalty kicks. And again, I understand there's a lot of attrition and all of that. Too bad. All right. You know, I watch hockey every year and sometimes you go to three and four overtimes in the playoffs. Too bad. That's the way it goes. Lace them up, get on the ice and get going. All right. Same in soccer. You know, gut it out. Play until somebody scores. That's how I would do it. But that was an unbelievable spectacle. I'll just put it that way. It was an incredible spectacle. That was great drama. It was phenomenal. I mean, I don't have anything else to say. It was phenomenal. And Messi is so unbelievable. The ball looks like it's attached to his foot. I mean, he he's amazing. He is absolutely amazing. All right, let's get to Lefteris, so who will start us off. Hey, Lefteris, how are you today? Good, Lefteris, Brad, how are you I need, doing? There you go. How, I'm good, bud. How are you? Good. Um, first of all, I, I would like to say something about France. Um, France, um, they were hit by, hit by a virus the whole week. A lot of players did not practice because of the virus. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but yes. he, took, he took the striker, Giroud, out of the game, early in the game, because he was one of the players that he was got hit by the virus and he was not performing. So I, I don't know if it's excuse France, but that's yes. the one reason uh, why they were not playing very well. And another thing, the first penalty that I was awarded to Argentina was a joke. I mean, the guy got, got hardly, hardly touched him and he fell on the on the floor and gave him a penalty. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Anyway, uh, the rule that you, you, you're talking about, the one going, uh, you know, and the decides to, who win it, it used to have that rule, actually. A while ago, they used to call it the golden goal, which means that in overtime, whoever scores first, whoever scores first, uh, wins the game. But then they decided that it was unjust for the other team to score, and they, they removed the, um, the, the rule. So, and understand that sometimes, you know, for people who are normally watching soccer, soccer can be boring. Because a lot of teams like Spain, they play the, the, the what is called tiki-taka. Tiki-taka, what it means is that they keep passing the ball back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, until they find the perfect moment to uh, go forward. And that's so boring. And it makes a lot of people, you know, uh, you know get uh, tired of the watching soccer, they lose their patience. Same thing Italians, too. They have another system called Catenaccio, which means that if they score first, they're all 11 players, they sit on the back by the goalkeeper 
and they don't do anything. And that's another boring. Um, for me, if I want to change some rules for soccer, I would do a couple of things from uh, what the basketball does. Let's say for uh, people get hurt and they stop, they stop the clock, do like a basketball. And that will lose the incentive for a lot of people to fall down and waste time. If you do that, you stop the clock. It doesn't matter how long you fall. I mean, they keep track of the time. And second uh, rule I would do, like basketball, pass the half court after a certain time. You cannot stay on the back. That will make the incentive people to have to move forward and they can do something about that. Those are the two rules I think yeah. that can make the soccer. Well, I like that. Nice. Well, I'll tell you, it was a great, it was a great spectacle. I mean, I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was just great drama. It was incredible. And, um, you know, I was glad that I made the decision to watch it because it was great. I'm happy that I watched the match. Yeah. Anyway, and why you can find right. your, yourself to say, uh, if you don't like the World Cup, you don't like the soccer? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lefteris. Okay. You take care. care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Let's move along and uh, get to uh, Connor right here on Listen Up. Hey, Connor. Hey, Grant. How's it going? I'm good, buddy. World Cup. I mean, what a match. I mean, that might be one of the best soccer games I've ever watched in my life. I mean, it had everything you could want. And I think, I mean, that's big for fans that were kind of new to the sport for this World Cup. To see a game like that, I think maybe it'll keep them coming back for more. Yeah, and you're you know you're right about Mbappe. I mean, the guy is unbelievable. I mean, you know, he's going to be the face of the sport. I think moving forward. And I but but I got to tell you, somebody that does not watch, and I really mean that. I very rarely will watch soccer. Messi to me, I was so happy that I can say that I watched him play. It's the first time I've ever watched him play more than five or ten minutes at a time. And I, his he's brilliant. He's a brilliant player, and I'm very happy I had a chance to watch him. Yeah, I mean, he's a magician on the ball. I mean, he oh, does God. whatever he wants. Yeah, like you said, the ball is glued to his foot. I mean, it's pretty incredible. But, I mean, Mbappe basically single-handedly got his team back in the game. I mean, he yep. got that penalty. And then, I mean, what a team goal that was. Like a minute later, oh, I mean, it was an amazing. incredible finish, too. I mean, it was crazy. You know what? Incredible. Uh, that second goal was amazing. I mean, and I, I'll tell you, I thought both goalkeepers were great. They both made some amazing saves. And then obviously what the goalkeeper for Argentina did afterwards, he should be embarrassed for the rest of his life. But on the on the pitch, I mean, I thought both goalies were brilliant in that match. I thought they were both outstanding. Yeah, I'm surprised what the goalie did after the game would fly in Qatar. I mean, that's, that's what I mean. It's just unbelievable. I mean, it's just it's it's just um it's embarrassing to me for the for the country of Argentina. It's an embarrassing, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it really is. And then, obviously, the World Cup was great, but I mean, we got to talk about our Giants. You know, what a big yep. win that was for the team. Huge, and you know, I've been very uh, critical on Kayvon Thibodeau, but I thought he was tremendous all game yesterday. I thought, you know, again, the Giants when they have to run the ball, which they had to do in the fourth quarter to eat up the time. They are able to do that. I was a little disappointed. The kickoff return, you know, they run the ball out past the 40. They have a short field to work with. It was pass interference at the end of the game. There's no doubt about that. You made a good point on the show I just did with Sean Salisbury that they were uh, holding the face mask of Kayvon Thibodeau on that play. So, you know, you can look at a lot of different things. But the, the reality, the bottom line is the Giants were better than Washington yesterday. They were the better team on the field. 
Yeah, I totally agree. And I don't know if you're going to agree with this since you probably watched a lot more football than I have. But, I mean, I thought that that was one of the best individual defensive performances that I've ever seen. I mean, it was everything. It wasn't just the strip sack. I mean, he had tackles for losses. I mean, the most impressive play was he rushed Heineke, but he kind of made the wrong play. And then he was the one that run all the way back and tackle him. I mean, that was special. Yep. He is special. I, I will say this. I have watched a lot more football than you, and I've watched, I still think to this day, the greatest defensive player in the history of the game, Lawrence Taylor, and I watched him play every snap of his career. And Lawrence Taylor played like that every game, all right? So you kind of got spoiled watching uh, Lawrence Taylor, but I watched uh, Dick Butkus play. You know, I watched the the great, great uh, Pittsburgh Steelers defenses in the 70s, the doomsday defense of the Cowboys. And I'm talking about some, unbelievably, incredibly talented players. I mean, if you watch Jack Lambert play middle linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I mean, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, Jack Lambert, you know, played like that, you know, every quarter of every football game. So it was good. I can't compare it to, you know, one of the best I've ever seen because, again, I watched the Lawrence Taylor era and, you know, football in the 70s. And and so, but it was good. It was an A+. plus. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about talent, how, I mean, Saquon Barkley looked special in that game with some of his jukes and stuff that he made. Yep. I mean, it was pretty yep. impressive. Uh, it was. I mean, he was uh, tremendous. And I can't imagine how many wins the Giants would have their share without Barkley. Would you say maybe four? Seriously, maybe four? I mean, they wouldn't have many. Yeah, I mean, they definitely would. I mean, without him, I mean, he's basically the focal point of the offense. But, yep. I mean, yep. along with him, I mean, Daniel Jones, he just keeps making the plays. He keeps... I mean, how about, I mean, the turnovers, I have to keep mentioning him because, I mean, how bad has he been before in previous seasons with turnovers? Now he's going, like, games, like three-game yep. stretches where he has zero turnovers. I mean, it's incredible. And how is it that Kenny Galladay can still be on the field and you wouldn't even know he's on the field? Never is open, never has a ball thrown to him because he's never open. I mean, can you believe that? Seriously, here we are in the, uh, you know, towards the end of December, he still can't make a play. It's unbelievable to me. To be honest with you, I thought that he didn't even play. I mean, he was that big of a non-factor. I, I didn't, didn't think he – you know what? It's funny you say that. I didn't think he had played either until the announcers mentioned him. You know, Mike Tirico actually mentioned him, you know, lining up in a formation, and I was like – and it was like late in the game. And I was like, I didn't even know he was playing. That's how invisible he is on the field. Yeah, and then in terms of going forward, do you think if they beat the Colts – that's really all they need for the playoffs at this point. Yes. They need one more win. They're going to get there in the playoffs. They need one win. Yep. Yep. I mean, I think so. they're going to get trounced by the Niners. If they play them at least, they will. Stadium, They'll get destroyed. But... They'll get destroyed, but it will be a good learning experience for this young team. And uh, they will not be able to run the ball on that defense. And they're going to force Daniel Jones to throw. And that's going to be a disaster because he doesn't have anybody to throw to. Uh, defensively, the Giants will not be able to make, they will not be able to deal with uh, all of the weapons they have. So, you know, that, that's not a good matchup for the Giants, but you know, let's see what happens. You got excuse me. You got to get there first. Yeah. I mean, maybe Minnesota would be a matchup there and we're going to see that a little preview of that in a couple of days. I mean, yep. Yep. That would be a big game. I think they'll play well in Minnesota. I, I do. I think they'll be on the, I think they'll be in the game in the fourth quarter there. I really do. I mean, because the Vikings basically let anybody into the game. I mean, 
they somehow well, they, get the not heroic. only that they're not good the, the giant they're not good against the run and the giants are going to go in there with two tight ends and they're going to go with their running game and you know they're going to dink and dunk and they'll be able to maintain control and i i think they'll play pretty well in minnesota i really do yeah i agree that's all i got i mean what a weekend it was in sports amazing thanks buddy appreciate it Thanks for having me. It really was an incredible weekend. I mean, and again, I'm not a soccer fan, but I did watch the whole game, and it was a wow sporting event. It was a wow event. I mean, it really was. It it was. It was incredible. But I, I do not understand the purpose of extra time in soccer. makes no sense to me at all. And again, I'm, I'm, I don't watch a lot of soccer that makes no sense to me if, you know when 90 minutes is up you go to sudden death and if you have to play until the morning then you play until the morning you play until someone scores you know i don't think you know you wouldn't see the stanley cup finals okay decided in a game seven by penalty shots okay you're not gonna have a shootout you know, to decide the Stanley Cup Finals. Don't have a shootout to decide the World Cup. Play until somebody scores. You know, to me, when Messi scored in extra time, that's when the game should have ended. I hate that rule in soccer. It makes no sense to me. All right, let's get to John. John, good to have you on. How was your weekend, buddy? Man, it was freaking epic. Um, I want to start with soccer like you did. I watched that whole game, uh, less the first 10 minutes, but I saw every goal. And like Connor kind of just said, I'm going to watch more soccer than I ever probably have because that that was one exciting match. There were goals scored. And like we talked about last last week, I don't know what day, but, you know, having two to three matches are better than zero to one matches, even though, you know, I love defense. That whole thing was so fun to watch. And, you know, I played it was. soccer as a kid, too. And it it reminded me of how fun it used to be playing. So uh, that's something that I just want to get out there. And Messi, that guy, you know, they talk about him being a magician. Is that his nickname, the magician? Because he is. He, oh, it's unbelievable. How how great was he? Seriously. He's unbelievable. And Grant, check it out. I play hacky sack or used to play hacky sack a lot. And I was one of the best in the world. I've kicked it over a thousand times without dropping it. And that guy made that soccer ball look like a hacky sack. He made it. He could, <laughs> right. And wanted it was one incredible uh something incredible and Mbappe was that the guy's name the French Mbappe French Mbappe Mbappe yeah Mbappe yeah well like uh Ryan I believe was talking about last week about yeah. that guy watching him yep. play and and you know when you hear someone's name I start focusing in you know, on that number. Yeah, yeah like I had never heard. I had never heard of him before until Ryan had mentioned his name. I had never heard of the guy before because you know I don't watch soccer and I I didn't even know who he was talking about. But I know who he is now. Grant, I'm I'm you're saying the words just like me, man, because I hadn't heard of him, but I decided to watch him, and he is he's a special dude. And and the way Messi, he really saves himself. He walks. He walks half the game, maybe not 80% like some of the announcers were saying, but he walks around, yep. saves his energy. But when it's time to go for him, he has got all, all the gas. He can push on the, on the gas pedal twice. And he's got yep. all kinds of speed. And, you know, it was one, one fun soccer match. And uh, 
kind of blew me away that I was up watching it because my wife got up early. And, you know, it was a weekend. But, you yep. know, soccer's on. I'm like, oh, really? Okay, got up in a little bit. I'm like, okay, I can fall asleep to this pretty easy. And Grant I, Grant and Connor and Left Terrace and anybody else out there, I'm probably not the only one who watched this. That was freaking fun. And I'm going to I'm gonna watch more soccer than maybe than I've well, ever the next, had since I was, you know, a well, kid. You know. And, well, the next World Cup is in uh, the United States and some matches in Canada and Mexico. So, you know, uh, the time the time difference uh, won't be an issue. In other words, it will be uh, more you know, custom to what we want. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see how it all goes in uh, those three countries. It's going to be pretty, pretty neat. Man, we're going, Grant. Well, hey, you'll be announcing by then. You're going to fall in love, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I, I don't think I'll be going, but you know what? You never know. You never know, John. All right, buddy. Know, you have a good day, know. all right? Life is, life is full of changes, man. You learn something new every day. Uh, all right, man. Have a good hey. night. Well, hey, about football last weekend? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Every freaking game was incredible. I guess I need to start with uh, – I'm going to start with the Giants and the Redskins because I thought the Redskins were going to have the Giants number after having a week off. You, and you know, you, you, better be, you, you better be careful because you're going to be – people are going to start calling you a racist because you called them the Redskins instead of the Commanders. So, you know, I'm just trying to help you out here. Go ahead. Well, I think you know me better than that, and I wholeheartedly apologize I, I understand. to anybody I may have offended. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. My point is, you know, I just think the whole thing is so silly, our sports it, nicknames now, and it just it, it bothers me. But go ahead. Yeah, the Washington and New York game was fantastic, and kind of like Connor said, the, uh, the running game, and like a lot of people have said, New York's running game and defense, it's like – Football used to be played, and it is fun to watch. But I was off base because I thought the Redskins would run all over. Pardon me. I thought Washington would run all over them having the week off and so forth. But I was absolutely wrong about that. So, man, that turned out to be a hell of a contest. And the Giants, yeah, yeah, boy, they stuck to their yep. guns on that. But yep. all the they crazy sure did. finishes, all the crazy finishes. My Cowboys taking a crap at the end. And, yep. I mean, everything. It was a lot of football. I'm telling you right now, I, I, I think Dak Prescott is is the biggest problem on the Cowboys. I, I do not think the Cowboys are going anywhere with Dak Prescott as quarterback. I just don't. I, I In a big game, I'm not taking Dak Prescott on my team. I can tell you that right now. Hey, it pains me to say it, dude, but I would take Kirk Cousins probably before that. And I would never yeah. say that before. And Hey, it wasn't, but a year ago and every year, we usually say the problem with the Cowboys is the owner. Well, he's put a couple of his, you know, his mouth is still a problem. But, man, on the football field, something's wrong with Dak between the ears and the end or something. I don't know what it is, man. He's the fourth highest paid athlete in the world. And uh, I think they way overpaid for Dak Prescott. I know, man. We talked about this during – I mean, we talked about that contract for years and years, and everybody goes back and forth, should pay him, shouldn't pay him. and. At the time, since since Jerry Jones waited for so long, he had yep. to at that point. So yep, he had to. But yep, hey, you're right. He did it have to. is what it is. What it is. It's sports. So you're not going to get them all right. But man, hopefully you don't get them all wrong. All right, buddy. I got to get to some other calls. You have a good evening. I really appreciate hearing from you. All right, you too. Hey, go Kings tonight. I'm painting all my flashlights purple for the beam. There you go, buddy. I'll be on after the game on YouTube. All right, man. I think I might be able to make that. Thanks, Grant. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. This show is sponsored by... 
better help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash grant today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash grant hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, let's move along. We get to uh, Ryan right here on Listen Up. What's up, Ryan? Hey, Grant. Make sure you don't shiver when you talk to me, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. We we already had that conversation. I'm going to be turning the heater on here in a few minutes in preparation Good. for post-game tonight. Um, Good. But, hey, you know what? Here, here's what I got to ask. And uh, John was right about Prescott, by the way. Jerry Jones was in a no-win situation after that leg injury. Um, yep. That they had to re-sign him now the amount that they re-signed him to is negotiable that's where you can kind of hammer him if you want um but i want to get back to the world cup i did not watch the final um because my little one actually let me sleep in a little bit so i saw everything i needed in two minutes and you know you kicked the show off about or with soccer everybody's calling about soccer my question to you is why does soccer not stick in America? Because everybody gets the World Cup fever, and then it just goes away. Uh, My opinion, it just doesn't have enough scoring, and it doesn't have enough offense, and it doesn't have – there you go. Most of the matches you watch are 1-0 or, you know, 2-1, and I just think there's too much – nothing when you watch when you watch soccer there's too much just nothing going on in the middle of the field now the soccer gurus and experts would say no 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 grant you don't understand you know it's all about strategy and developing plays in the middle of the pitch and everything like that but if you're asking me it's just too slow for me there's not enough offense i mean you know you can watch some soccer matches and you can only have two or three shots on goal the entire game so uh, and I'll tell you something else that turns me off. And it turned me off watching the final even. I'm so tired of the drama with players, you know, acting as if they've been shot, you know, from the stands. And then they're up five seconds later running around like a chicken. Yeah. So, you know, I, that that turns me off about the sport too. I don't think personally I will ever get over that. 
uh, the flopping and and that on the I, it it it's a turnoff for me. So I think those two things for a lot of American sports fans are why they're kind of like ho hum about it. Yeah, um, those are all good reasons. I can't get over the flopping either. I mean, the only thing that I can think about is it's them trying to get a rest since they're timing it anyways, and they're going to play, you know, extra time for quote unquote injuries. But I guess the counter argument too would be, well, what about baseball? Baseball is pretty damn slow. There, there's well, I don't watch a lot. Of- baseball, but look at attendance in baseball. Baseball attendance is way down. The ratings are way down. And you know why that is? Because fans are like, you know what? The game's just not good anymore. So, I mean, the, 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 the way the game's being played is having a major impact on baseball ratings and attendance. Well, there's no good answer to how to speed the game up other than, you know, changing pitchers, which they've tried to address and lengthen between pitches. But, you know, I, I think about the NHL too, Grant. What if the NHL played 90 minutes a night? You know, would you say the same thing about that? I know what, it's a little more. What, what, what if the what if the NHL played what? Ninety minutes per night, because soccer it's a ninety minute match. So would that also be considered slow per se, even though it's well, being so, played in a smaller surface area? You know, I I don't know. I mean, to me, hockey goes pretty fast. I mean, three twenty minute periods is pretty fast. And you know, one thing though, in the playoffs, they don't have shootouts in the playoffs in hockey and it's pure they play until someone wins and if you have to play four overtimes of 20 minutes each you play four overtimes and then you get out and you play two nights later and you go out and play two nights later and you know i i hate the to me the biggest event in the world every four years should not be decided on a gimmick and to me penalty kicks are a gimmick uh, just like in a regular season a shootout in hockey that's not hockey that's just a gimmick, you know, and it's very entertaining, but that's not the essence of the game. In my opinion, soccer matches, especially on this stage, in this this magnitude of the World Cup, should not be decided on penalty kicks at the end of a game. I don't like it. I don't have a problem with it. I, I get your take on that, but I, I think it's the excitement, right? It, it's knowing that there is going to be a resolution within 10, 15 minutes and it's one-on-one versus, I don't know how many people are on the field at the same time, but you know, it, it that's exciting. I don't have an issue with it. I just, no, no, you know, it, it is very, it is very, very exciting. It's great. It's great entertainment, but think about how different that is than the game. Like uh, what I get what you're saying, but, it's not really the game, you know, it's a whole different sport almost. I, I just, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't make sense to me, but yes, it is very entertaining. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It's very exciting to watch penalty kicks. Yeah. I, well, it's almost a different skill set at that point <laughs> because you yep. are one-on-one. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you about the essence of it. Um, it's just always been so interesting to me because there is that subset of soccer fans here in America that wake up to watch the Premier League. You know, look at ML- yep. MLS Stadium, Seattle. They sell out um, CenturyLink. I still call it CenturyLink commonly for the Sounders. So it, yep. it's just weird how it just, you know, it comes and it goes and it doesn't really seem to catch on unless you are that fan. Well, all good points, you know, all good points. So anyways, all right, I'm off my, I'd love to get Connor's take on that too, by the way. So give me that offline. (laughs) Sounds good. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye.
All right. Again, if you want to get in on the program, you can uh, raise your hand, hit your hand icon, uh, and we will put you right on. Uh, I just, um, to me, I just think a, a, that that magnitude, that stage, and yes, it is very entertaining, but I just think it's, I, I, I don't like it. I wouldn't want the hockey, I wouldn't want the Stanley Cup Finals decided like that i can tell you that hello jeff how are you hey grant i guess to you and me watching soccer is like watching somebody play chess <laughs> it's just yeah but i gotta tell you that I, I it wasn't to me like watching chess on sunday i thought it was a great great match i thoroughly enjoyed watching it. i thought it was tremendous yeah i'm, I'm telling you so now it's over now and hopefully everybody can you get back home safe from Qatar or wherever. But anyways, wow, you Giants, they hung on. They, uh, that was impressive. I mean, there's a couple of weird calls at the end, but still the Giants did it. Well, you know what? Uh, it's a divisional game. Divisional games are normally close. Uh, they won the turnover battle. They got one turnover for seven points. They stopped uh, the the commanders inside the 10 yard line on another one. So, I mean, they had turnovers were the difference in the game, plain and simple. And that's Absolutely. true of a lot of games. Oh yeah. What a weird weekend. Like you were talking to Sean, weird, yep. a lot of weird stuff going on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I still cannot believe the Vikings came back. Like it's amazing. That was like crazy. They didn't fold their tent, didn't roll over. And then I start thinking, I mean, should should it be like basketball when a team goes another run? You just got to call a timeout and bring the whole team to the side and just. I know, this, right? This is bullshit. I mean, I, I start thinking, just call a timeout, man. Just it's amazing, it. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, hopefully the Kings can hang on. Look forward to listening to your after after show after the game, and hopefully, thank they you, buddy. Can, hopefully they can keep it together. I, I have a question. Who's going to have the better game, Barnes or Herder? Uh, I will say Herder will have a better game tonight. But I I don't think the Kings could lose to Charlotte tonight, even if they don't make threes and turn the ball over. Charlotte is so bad, and they played last night. I think the Kings should win this game by double digits or more. They really should. All right. Well, thank you, Grant. You have a good one. Hey, Jeff. Thank you, buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, I want to tell you about Fosters and Paws, a group of passionate animal advocates that work hard to save lives. And they primarily focus on vulnerable dogs in shelters. They're looking for adopters, donors, and fosters. To learn more, just go to fostersandpaws.org. Taking your phone calls here. Don't forget, tonight, right after the Kings game, I will be on my YouTube live channel with Ryan and Sacktown, and we'll talk about the, the Kings trying to move up the standings in the West some more. All right, let's get to Brian right here on this busy Monday. Hey, Brian, how are you? I'm doing great, Grant. How are you today? I'm good, buddy. What's up? Oh, just follow, uh, following the sentiment. Uh, quietly, yeah, I, I've been, I'm, I'm into soccer. As far as uh, I love the World Cup. I'm, I don't watch soccer in between the World Cup, but uh, playing the game, my kids play, you know, so I'm into the game. And that final, what a fantastic final. I mean, that, that was just outstanding. It was. It was great entertainment. I mean, it was really uh, as good as it gets. Yeah, you know, 
in the U.S. showed well. And, you know, just for the niche sport of soccer, there's always going to be the diehards. I have some friends who get up and watch, you know, the European League and all that stuff. What, what great timing to build off this World Cup and have the U.S. hosts uh, four years from now, assuming the, you know, the U.S. obviously qualifies again and builds off that. That's a, I think that's a, I, I didn't realize that, honestly, and that's a great timing to host, host the event in four years. Yeah, I, you know, again, I don't follow U.S. soccer. I, I didn't, they didn't do anything in the World Cup that made me go, oh, wow. You know, I mean, that, what do they, 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 they won one match. You know, they, they, they were just, they, sh- we were disappointing against Wales. They tied England in a game that no one scored. And then they, you know, they lose one nothing uh, to Iran. And then they were down, or excuse me, they beat Iran one nothing to advance to the knockout stage. And then, you know, they're down 2 nothing at the half against the Netherlands and lose 3-1. to one. Again, I'm not a fan uh, of soccer, and I don't follow the U.S. men's team. So, but it, I, I, they didn't do anything that impressed me. But again... That's just me. I, yeah, I know everybody say, well, gee, you. they made it. They made it out of the group stage. Well, you know, they made it out of the group stage. Mm, how the hell did they do that? You know, they won one match. You know, I'm sorry. It, 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 I wasn't that impressed by it, to be honest with you. Yeah, fair enough. But, you know, going back four years, they did not qualify. So coming into this, you know, that's yep. a step in the right direction. And, yep. and England is a legitimate team. And after that loss, we – or excuse me, after the after the tie, though – being up, that was disappointing to end in a tie because of how that game went. Uh, England yep. being a formal opponent, that was a good tie, even though, you know, obviously we like goals and stuff. Uh, U.S., frankly, should have gone up at least by one goal in that first half when I look back to that. So, uh, we, you know, we handled that game well. We won a must win in terms of, you know, having to win that game to uh, get into the knockout round. And the biggest you know what? Though, here, here's what I see about the United States. When I watch Brazil play, when I watch Argentina play, when I watch the powers of the world, and then I watch the United States play, to me, it's like a NFL team against a college team. That's the that to me, and again, oh, yeah. just from yeah. my layman, you know, not knowing much about the sport, I I can see the difference between the best in the world. And the United States is really like the difference 20 years ago between the NBA players and the, the, the Olympic team, the dream team, and the rest of the world. And I really mean that. The United States to me is not even close. And, am I, and again, not even close to competing with the teams that I just mentioned. The Argentinas of the world, the Brazils of the world. I mean, when I watch those teams play and then I watch the United States, I, I don't even feel like I'm watching the same the same league, the same sport, the same. Oh, yeah. It's just, to me, it's night and day. It's, you can't even compare the two. 100% agree. Uh, I'm not going to argue on that point at all. I mean, the, these teams that made it and with, you know, Messi, you know, Ronaldo, the, the, I mean, these clubs, it's just a step yep. above 100%. Yep. Uh, switching gears real quick uh, to the NFL, if you don't mind. Again, I saw that play live. That Raiders end of the play was the craziest thing I think I've seen in my uh, football life. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And do you do you think maybe they thought they were down because that logically that's the only thing that makes sense to me. I know. I I, I said that to Sean Salisbury on a show I just did. It it actually almost looked like they thought they were trailing, which it, it would be, you know, for someone that's been involved in sports my whole life and played sports my whole life. 
I just don't understand how you could possibly be in a game and think you're trailing when it's, when the game's tied. Like you'd have to be, your mind has to be out in left field to think that, you know, in a game that's tied, you actually think you're losing. Like to me, that's yeah. hard to comprehend. Yeah. Actually, I said that because you said that. And I didn't think of that until yep. you said it, And that makes sense to yep. me. And listening to some of the post-game comments, they owned it, you know, in, yep. in respect to them. And yep. I don't think they did. It's just wild how not just one, then the gentleman uh, who caught it then threw it again. And it was just crazy to, crazy to see that live. And, and I'm looking at the standings now. That was a huge loss for the Patriots. They're now 7-7. Seven yes, it was. Seven. And huge. Huge, and I don't know the, the the tie breaks and all that other stuff, but man, uh, what a play to uh, just give away the game! Oh boy, amazing! Thanks, Brian. Good hearing from you. Appreciate it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, if you want to get on before we wrap it up, hit your hand icon. Don't forget, I will be on after uh, the Kings game. They take on Charlotte tonight, and we'll be on YouTube Live uh, following the game right there. Uh, I will be with you each and every day this week at 4 o'clock, and we will have post-game shows after all of the uh, games this week. I'll be on YouTube Live after the Lakers game, and I will be on YouTube Live after the Washington game this week. So just keeping you up to date on the schedule, and then the Kings have – uh, back-to-back home games uh, with Denver as well. And I haven't even looked at my schedule for next week, but I will, and I'll let you know. But this week, uh, all three games, I will be on YouTube Live and, of course, uh, right here on Listen App. Again, if you want to get in on the program, we can do so. You know, I, I would say in a wrap about the NFL, the Lions, to me, are a team that you need to be very leery of playing. I, I, as a Giants fan, I don't think they're a legitimate threat to anybody should they make the playoffs. And right now they would look like they would match up with San Francisco. I don't think they could beat San Francisco in any way, shape, or form. I think Detroit could beat any of the teams currently playing in the NFC. I think they could beat Philadelphia. I think they could beat San Francisco. I think they could beat Minnesota. Now, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't pick them to beat Philadelphia. I wouldn't pick them to beat San Francisco. But I wouldn't be shocked if they did. There's just something going on with that team that is really special, all right? They would be underdogs in both the Niners and the Eagles game, uh, but there's just something going on with Detroit right now that looks really good. Cincinnati, to me, they're a team you got to be very leery of if you're in the AFC. And I just, to me, Niners, Philadelphia, 
are on a collision course. I know Jalen Hurts has got a sprained shoulder, but they only need one win in the next three games to wrap up the number one seed. So I, I don't see them losing to either New Orleans or if they have to beat the Giants in the final week of the season to wrap up the number one seed, they'll beat the Giants, all right, with or without Jalen Hurts. I'm not so sure that the Eagles won't beat Dallas this week without Jalen Hurts. So, you know, we'll see. All right, let's get to uh, E-Train. E-Train, you're on with Grant Napier here on Listen App. How you doing, E-Train? Hey, Grant, how you doing? I'm good, buddy. What's up? Hey, I apologize. I joined the show late. Um, did you see that that fourth quarter touchdown by the Raiders, re, you know, regarding whether it was inbounds or, you know, out of bounds? Yeah, I did. Take on that? My take on that there was not a conclusive mm-hmm. camera angle and angles uh, changed the way things look. It certainly looked like he was out of bounds, but you didn't have a, uh, even the NFL said, we did not have a clear, concise replay that definitively showed him being out of bounds so they didn't overturn the call. So I get that. Camera angles can make things look a lot different. So I, I'm as as much as he definitely looked like he was out of bounds. The NFL needs to have an angle that 100% confirms that, and they didn't. So I, I don't really have a problem with it. Yeah, I tell you, I, I although I'm a Raiders fan, you know, to me that the the camera shot was just too far away, and it looked like he had a white shoe, and you're looking at you know the white out of bounds. Yep. It just you know it was too too hard to make a call on it. Exactly. And, you know, the league can't overturn a call unless they have, you know, video 100 percent that confirms that the call that was made on the field is incorrect. So they didn't have that. Perfect. Thank you, Grant. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. And appreciate everybody joining me right here today on Listen App. Uh, Good stuff right here. John, I'll get you the last word. You know, I don't like to go on back to back callers, but for you, John, I always make an exception. Man, I appreciate that, Grant. And I just want to add on to that last call. I've done a lot of refereeing and a lot of uh, coaching and that angle you could not see unless it was from straight down above yep. the sideline. So yep. I know it was hard to say, Hey, if they would have called it the other way, the call would have stood as well. Thanks Grant. All right, John, take care, buddy. All right. Appreciate that. All right. We're wrapping up for today. Don't forget, join me over on YouTube live right after the Kings game tonight. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. So long, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.